morning, Nicola. Good morning, Lincoln. And how are you today? I am doing um, good. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, doing, sure. I'm doing good as 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 a person. I think you know things around me is uh, not as not as great. Let me let me do it the Jamaican way. Some good, some not so good. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Happy Monday, beautiful people. And thanks for joining us on another episode of the Lemonade Lounge, the world's number one podcast where you get your mind, your body, and your money juices flowing. I'm your co-host, Nicola. And I'm your host, Lincoln. And together, we would love to squeeze Squeeze your your lemons. Yeah, lemon squeezers in the house, baby. Yeah. So, Lincoln, today's a continuation. Last week, we were discussing people and how they deal with problems. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, problems is, the challenges of problems is, is a problem in itself. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny how that is, because for me, I look at problems as an an unnecessary evil in our lives. I don't see the necessity of it at all, because it bears no relevance to our life. All it does is cause us misery, pain, headaches, heartache, frustration, and who the hell wants that? Yeah. Nobody wants that. So what's the purpose of it? I ask you and many others, what is the purpose of problems and why is it important for us to have it? And why do God keep putting it in front of us in our lives? <laughs> well, you got to throw God in this. Obviously, you know, well, the did, that God is you for the know the saying goes. God's not going to give you more than you can handle, Lincoln. That's number one. Number two, purpose of problems. Everybody has their own reasoning or definition for their problems. So people will say, I encountered this problem so that I could learn from it. I encountered this problem so it can make me stronger. Those are those are those are Lincoln. justifications to to try to cope coping justifications mechanism. This still doesn't answer the question that what the, what is the purpose of it? Why do we need it? And how does it benefit us? Why do you want to reinvent the wheel? Right? You yeah. you want to get from where you are to a certain position. There mm-hmm. are someone out there who has done that before. So all you gotta do is to um. Go find that person who has done that mm-hmm. and, and, and ask them, how did they do it? And this is another way to get out of problems. One of the biggest things that we've done um, is that we are attempting to solve massive, what we call problems on our own. When the truth is, we really don't need to. We really don't have to do these things on our own because if if you know, all humans are are basically connected. If we look outside of us, if we sit down, for an example, and said, "Okay, this situation I'm presented with, I need a way out. How can I get a way out?" 
So all we got to do is sit down and say, who do I know that could help me with this? Mm-hmm. Because we all know people and all their strengths are different. Mm-hmm. All the people we know have different strengths, right? So mm-hmm. we're not going to pick up the phone and call everybody. Sure. But, we, but what we want to do is write down everybody we know. And say, okay, I know all these people. Okay, now which <coughs> one of these people that I can call that will help me to resolve my issue? And then you pick, okay, you say you have 10 people. Maybe you can pick three or four out of the 10. Yeah. And then you pick up the phone and you call. If the first one wasn't able to, you call the, the number two, and then you call number three, and, and so on and so forth. But the first thing we got to do before we do that, and I, and I realize this with myself too, is that humans are very prideful. So a lot of times we don't want to put our stuff out. We call it baggage. It's not baggage. You have a situation and you need a solution. So you got to change your language. So we feel embarrassed and too prideful. So what we must do is to grab that pride that we have and put it aside, go lock it up in the closet for a moment. You can always go pick it back up later because right now I need to resolve this issue. And then you focus on the issue. You got to put your pride aside. But here, what the clarity and the understanding that you must approach it with is that we're all connected and we all need each other. So my pride that I'm holding on to is also causing me to suffer. It's also causing me to struggle. It's also causing me pain. It's also causing me misery and headache. My pride that I'm holding on to, because the person who's waiting to help me, who has the power, the authority, the strengths to help me, is waiting for me to pick up the phone and call them. You really believe that? Yes, but my pride won't allow me to. So you, you need to remove that pride. How do you go about removing that pride? Because what you said just resonated with me. And I'm starting to think I must have a lot of pride. Mm-hmm. What, they, you, they, agree? The, you think I have a lot of pride? <laughs> yeah, pride, pride, however, comes from fear. Fear comes from not um, being able to share, to open up, to say, I would like help with this, or I need help with that. Fear that you might be judged. You know what it is, Lincoln? It was the way I was raised. We were raised not to share a certain things. Yeah. And um, I've been able to share a lot of things, but there are certain things I still hold back. Of course. And you know what? I totally agree with you because there are lots of times I'm scared of being judged, so I won't do something. Absolutely. I will say, you know what? This person might think this. What are they going to think? Right? And because of that, I I don't move forward 100%. Yeah, because you don't want to look a certain way, especially when when you have this facade of a lifestyle going on. You think that these people are going to look at you as if, this and as if that and as you gotta have the ability to remove that because where what gave you the lifestyle where you at right now was to remove all of that to get to mm-hmm. there somebody it's has true. helped you along somebody has helped you yeah. yeah 
You don't get anywhere without help. No one do anything by themselves. I don't do anything all by myself. That's foolishness. Never. We're all connected. It's interesting because right now we're doing the renovations. It seems to be taking forever. But my place to me, I feel like I'm a hoarder. I won't invite anybody over. My kids are like, mommy, it's not that bad. My friends are like, it's expected because you're renovating. So obviously there's going to be a mess. Mm -hmm. But in my head, that voice is like, no, you can't have anybody over. No, you can't let anybody see how you're living. No, they can't. you can't share your mess. You got to keep, keep it behind closed doors. Nobody else can see this but the people in your household. Mm -mm. We nobody Nobody will move up in life. Nobody will get help in life. You know, Donald Trump, as bad as he is, he's got some good stories because he had some struggles in his life. Even though he had a really good head start, he he manages stuff very badly. So, <laughs> you know, he has some struggles because of his, his, his management style, his money management and, and people management, right? Mm -hmm. One of the stories he tells is when he was minus... He was so broke, it was minus a million dollars, right? Now, oh, yes. Um, I hate, I don't want to hear anything about Donald Trump. No, 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 no. I understand. Go ahead I'm, and using, share. Yeah, go I'm ahead. using this because, I know. you know, yeah, it's a good story. Go That's the reason why I use it. But he was he, he was on his way. He was supposed to meet a bunch of bankers is that he owes from Japan and mm -hmm. a couple other places, right? And he walks from where he lives to the bank and it was a good little walk, but the cold air was good. And he didn't know what he was gonna do or how he's gonna approach it or what they were gonna do. And it's funny because when you're, when you're in a, okay, his bills were due for a while, right? So obviously he wasn't picking up the phone, so that's why they need to meet with him, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's amazing when yeah, I always say the the best part of failure is when failure is complete. Because mm -hmm. when failure is complete, you get you said, oh, I'm so glad that's over. The misery, the pressure, the stress, all of that is gone. When failure is complete, all of that is gone. In the process of failure. That's true. When failure is complete, that means yeah. you've already pulled yourself out of the mess. You've yeah, taken or, all the or, dust off. Yeah. Or you didn't pull your mess out of the mess. The mess just gone. You're bankrupt. It's done. It's over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something happened that completed it one way or the other. So you don't have the misery and the headache and the heartache and the pain that you were feeling while failure was going on. <laughs> you know? So anymore, you're glad it's over. And so now you only have to deal with the pain of loss, you know, and that can be healed and you pick yourself back up by your bootstrap and you go again. So what, what happened in, in the process of failure- You make it so simple. You only have to deal with the pain of loss. You pick yourself up, <laughs> strap up your boots and move on. You make it sound yeah. so simple. Like but it is simple. I've been through it. So it's, it is very simple. And so to complete the story with Donald Trump, I'll tell my story real quick afterwards. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the thing with Donald Trump, he was minus a million dollars. So he was, at the, the worst thing can happen now is that they said, okay, you're in default. 
you just got to file bankruptcy and everything is 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 done. So mm-hmm. I he I believe was at that point of acceptance. Oh, I'm failed. It's done. Nothing I can do anymore. I got to go meet these people, these people because I can't hide from them any longer. And that's it. So failure was like almost complete for him. It was minus a million. It was broke. Right. So he went in and meet the bankers. Uh, and somehow he convinced these people to give him more money. Give him more money to bail him out. <laughs> and they did. They did. And that was his upward mobility again. Right? So it's funny how when, you, when failure is like in your face and you, you, you said, okay. Donald Trump I, is born with a gold spoon up his ass. Yeah, he, he is. But the story is a good story. I look at everything I'm, that's happening to him right now. Do you think he's going to get charged with anything? Probably not. But I, but I exactly. think that, I think he even if he used him. Okay, even if he inflated. Hold on. Even if he inflated the story, um, and all of those stuff, it's still a good story because it's very relative to the completion of failure. It's a it's a point where when you when you accept certain things, somehow you get more creative because you're more relaxed. You get more clarity because you're more relaxed. You get more focused because you're more relaxed. You find you know the what? words because you're I more relaxed. I agree with you. I just don't like the Donald Trump story. You know what? I understand. Even I don't though he was that. down a million dollars, it's not like he was homeless. He was still living no. in his multi-million dollar home. Yes. He still yes. had his helicopter. So it really I, was I, nothing. I understand. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I know that, but I so just. So if you use, if you use, say, me for instance, and I was down a million dollars, I had no home, I had no, I had nothing, and then I pulled myself up, right? Yeah, I different rise, story. I rose but, out of the ashes like a phoenix. Yes, you could use yeah, that. Th- there are many like that, many like that, who rose out of the ashes like a phoenix, right? So, I was, I was, um, I was. 27 years old mm-hmm. right? um, when I really first get my big failure. I lost, I started the business. I lost $150,000 and I was just disheartened, disheartened. I had to close up shop. Business didn't work. Lost all my money in under two years. And all of this money, I worked hard and saved it to open this business. And uh, and it's funny because I did not stay down long when I lost that money. I stayed down for like maybe a month or two. That was it. And I said, I need to find a way out of this here. And I got back up and I start, started searching and I got, I got to get some money. I borrowed some money, $15,000. Uh, actually, I begged, borrowed, steal, begged, <laughs> and I took that fifteen thousand. I said, "Okay, let's let's do this again." And I took that fifteen thousand dollars and turned it into one point two million in less than two years. Nice. Now, Lincoln, how do you do that today? Yeah, that's that's what I'm working on because <laughs> how I did that was 
was just not out of skill, not out of um, knowledge. It was just sheer determination to 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 not lose again. I was mm-hmm. in, you know, it was it, it was more likely I got to heal this hundred and fifty thousand dollar pain. <laughs> you know, so so what I did though to get out of it was was very it was 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 an amazing thing. I turned my disappointments mm-hmm. into something positive. I said I went to Harvard. That was my Harvard, you know, money. Okay. Yeah, that was my master's degree from Harvard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I paid $150,000 to go to Harvard. Yeah. I just graduated from Harvard. <laughs> That's a creative story that you created there. Very creative. Yeah. And that allowed me to get up mm-hmm. and move again very quickly. I go, I just went to Harvard. That didn't work. But I got a master's degree from Harvard, Harvard an MBA. <laughs> That's an interesting way of dealing with your problems. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. And so that was that was a a, a good solution for me, mm-hmm. because then I look at it and goes, okay, what did Harvard taught me? <laughs> That's that was my thing. What did Harvard taught me? What did I learn while I was going to Harvard? What did Harvard teach you? Mm. Taught you a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's interesting how we could create our own stories, our own situations, yes. and our own outcomes. Very unique, isn't it? That's visualization. That is, it is, it is. The mind is a very powerful thing, but there's a study that's done that says we are three times more likely to look at the problems than the solutions. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and so, and I believe that's even more, right? But they're able to tell that nowadays because they hook you up to these machines and all of that stuff. I ask you the questions. It's true. The, the... um, Because we were, in school, we're taught to problem solve. Yeah. Right? And we're taught yeah. to look at problems. Absolutely. So we're constantly looking at problems, finding the problems in the stories. Absolutely. Sometimes we can solve them, sometimes we can't. But our eyes are made, well, we're taught to just find the problem. Not yeah. solve them, but find the problem. Find the problem. The situation. We're actually a problem-driven nation. Yeah. Interesting. So, Lincoln, what problems are you solving now? Or what situations um, are you solving? Well, what I am uh, attempting to do right now is to get 100 people in my program. Mm-hmm. I, I have uh, uh, a 21-day challenge uh, that you advised me to do. That 21 day, nice. Yeah, I, I, need, I wanted to do a 100-day challenge, but let's start with mm-hmm. the 21-day. And I need 100 people in this 21-day challenge. Mm-hmm. And, and what I'm doing is, is I, want, I need 100 people in this 21-day challenge. Yeah. And if you, if you want to change your life, if you want to change your thinking and your mindset, mm-hmm. if you want to change anything at all about you, mm-hmm. you got to use the power of two to do that. Mm-hmm. Because... This is where this comes in. This will change everything. If you can commit to 21 days 
um, it shows you that you have some level of commitment inside of you that you could commit to certain cause. If you can commit to 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and you keep doing and repeating that same thing over and over for 100 days, mm -hmm. your life will change. Talk about um, changing habits. Talk about elevating your mindset. Talk about elevating your life. Talk about elevating your views, your perspectives on things. Talk about if you run a business, how that will impact your business. To be mm -hmm. able to have a morning meeting that gets you jacked in the morning from 9 to 10 a.m. that have that gives you meat information that you could take and go use in your business immediately to help uplift your business and uplift your people and uplift yourself. This is the thing that we, we need that will get us moving in the right direction. Here's the thing. No man is an island and no one stand alone. alone. If you're an island, it, you're making shit difficult for you to move up. Let me say this again. If you're an island, you're making things very difficult for you to move up. Elevation comes in numbers. We all need each other. And if you have the same number of people, two people, five people, 10 people, 100 people traveling on a train at 100 miles an hour, going in the same direction, doing mm -hmm. the same thing, thinking the same thing, acting the same way. Ooh, mm -hmm. Lord of mercy. <laughs> you, can, you can conquer any mountains. That's true. Any mountain can be conquered because we're helping each other. We're working together. We're investing in, we all have each other's back because we all invested in each other's interest to achieve. We're helping each other achieve in their dreams and their goals. There's power in that. Mm -hmm. There's power in that. It's true. And that's true. You know what? You're doing this. I'm also doing my vision board workshop as well. Nice. And with that, people are able to pinpoint what they want to achieve and we're able to help guide you in that direction to achieve your goal. Clarity. Achieve that vision. Clarity is very important. Mm. Very, very important. Very important. So it's, um, that's my, th that's my thing right now. I'm looking for that hundred people. So knock on my doors, people, because I'm calling, you know, they, you, you got to remember what I talk about. In the I'm knocking. Podcast. Yeah. I'm willing to try your program like in 21 good. days. Let me you see gotta, if I can do this. Okay, good. Uh, you gotta you gotta be be willing to um uh, uh 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 to do what we talk about in the last podcast. And and also what I talk about earlier is to remove that pride, empty a cup, remove that pride, and ask, 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 you know, the the especially this is yeah. Really directed. Knock in the door who will be open. Seek and she you shall find. Ask and it shall be given. Yes, unto you. Prophet Lincoln. Yes, you got to do that. Those are powerful words. Powerful words. We are all connected and we all need, need each other, especially if we want to grow and build something. No mm -hmm. one is going to do it on their own. Ask. You got to ask. Yeah. The worst thing can happen when you ask is, is you get a no. And it's not so bad. You were, mm. at a, you were at a no before you ask. 
Yeah. So keep asking. You weren't at a no before you asked. Before you asked, you didn't have a response. No, but and you were. That's where you you're were. You're going to end up at the same place as you yeah. were before. There that's what I'm saying. You were at a no before you asked. You were there. That's mm-hmm. where you were at right now. You didn't have the thing you want. So if they said no, it, it's not so bad. But at least you ask. Yeah. It's better to do and fail than to not do at all and re- to do it and regret. Um, because you can learn from your failure. Ah, forget about learning. We've learned enough. We don't need. <laughs> we don't need to learn anymore. I'm telling you, after a certain age, when you hit like, there's, okay, let me say this to you, okay? There are certain things in life that you got to go out and make the mistakes to learn. Mm-hmm. But there are a ton load of things in life that you do not have to make the mistake to learn from. Yeah. There are people that have traveled path. You know, one of the biggest thing that entrepreneurs are faced with, the biggest thing, For the last 100 years, we know, at least in the last 50, we know for a fact that nine out of 10 businesses open on the corner is going to fail. We know Mm -hmm. that. We know today for a fact that entrepreneurship of a nine to 6% failure rate, we know that it's only 4% of all entrepreneurs is going to make it. We knew the cause of their failure. We know all of these things. And you know what we don't do? We do not have on, we do not have an entrepreneur university where entrepreneurs could come and learn how to be successful. Success is a skill. Learn how not to fail because when you go in entrepreneurship, you're either learning to fail or learning to succeed on the job. But it is more than likely 96% that you're going to Fail. You're learning how to fail. And it's not a good thing. Don't let anybody tell you that it's great. No, it's bull crap. There are people who have traveled that path that you're on. They're well experienced. They can see around the corner. They have been down that road. They know the pitfalls that you're going to come up against. Those are the people you need to seek. That is the shortcut to success and to minimize your failure. You want to put success in 80%, right? Or mm-hmm. 96%. You want to put the success 96% and the failure 4%. You don't want the opposite. Here is the thing, though. Even though entrepreneurship, you got to give you, you, you um, credit to humans. Even though entrepreneurship of a 96% failure rate, Every year you have thousands of people jumping into entrepreneurship anyways. There is no nothing else that we will do. We will never jump out of plane with a 96% rate to die. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> we will there do nothing else. No nothing else that carry a 96% failure rate a human would do. That's so true. I agree with you on that. That's true. Yet we do it. I definitely would not do it. Nope, exactly. But here's the thing. We're jumping into entrepreneurship blind. We have an idea. We heard on the, the internet that it's going to work and it looks good. So we go and do it. We don't seek out how to do it properly. Where do we get our customers? How to build a foundation? How come how to set up ourselves to, to have a chance of success? We don't do any of those due diligence before we jump in. It's like we jump in and let's learn on the job. Mm-hmm. No. And then we jump in. Some of us jump in with zero dollars. It's, it's mind blowing. 
So Lincoln, just because you're going to teach us how not to fail, I'm willing to take your course. I want you to teach me how not to fail. It's not so much about how not to fail, but it's so much about uh, 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 so much so about um, uh, avoiding some of the pitfalls, understanding them, and be prepared so when they come, because they are going to come. You know how to deal with them, or you know mm. how to navigate around them, right? So because failure. Failure comes from decisions, right? Failure, you know, what happened to me in the last few months in the market came from my decisions. Okay, they said we make 95% bad decisions, right? Most of, of the time. So failure come from your decisions. Mm -hmm. Okay, so why now would you want to keep making bad decisions. If you make 95% bad decisions, if 95% of your decisions is bad all the time, that means you need 10, 20, 30 people around you to help you make a decision. So you can make a good decision, <laughs> a solid I'm serious. Mm -hmm. This is the power of mastermind. This is the power. I think it was, who came up with that? Was it Dale Carnegie? Who was that? Carnegie. One of them came up with mastermind. The, the, the power, is it the guy think and grow rich? Somebody. Mm -hmm. The power of mas mastermind. Because in a mastermind, you have 10, 20 people. You could bounce your ideas mm -hmm. off 30 people, 40 people. And all of them will help you make that decision. Right? Mm -hmm. So it's not on you. You have a 95% chance. So if you take your 5% and those 10 are 20 people 5%. If you have 20 people and you take their 5%, that's 100%. So you have a 100% shot of making a good decision in a mastermind group of 20 people. Why would you want to go keep yourself in a 5% chance and not implant yourself in a 100% chance? It just that, That's a very different way of looking at it. Completely new perspective for me, Lincoln. Yes! Um, this is where you got to take the pride. Huh? <laughs> I've never heard math being done that way, but you know what? I'm going to try something new with you. Yeah, that's, that's, whoa. here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it works, do more of it. Exactly. If it's, if it's not working, do something differently. Yeah. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah. So you know what I've, I've been doing, Nicola? I have taken my pride and I put it away. Mm -hmm. I took it, I took it far away. I locked mm -hmm. it up in a safety deposit box and um, in a vault. And you know what, when I'm ready, I just go and collect it later. But the pride that I used to have that will stop me, that the pride, Pride is a blockage that stop you from grow. Because you know pride, pride do not allow you to ask. And okay, so people don't ask when they're doing well. People mm -hmm. only ask, people don't ask for the real thing that will help them when they're doing well. And when they're not doing well, they do not ask because they're afraid. So the way I look at it. Too much of one thing is not good. Good. So go. too much pride is not good, but a little is good. And I think that's um, my solution for everything. 
too much of something is not good. Mm. So what's your takeaway for today, Lincoln? Pack up your pride, put it aside. And what you do is that there are three things. Pack up your pride and put it aside. Right. You can always pick it up later. Mm hmm. Everything you need to know, number two, that's number one. Number two, everything you need to know has been um, tried, tested, and written down. Somebody know what you need to know. Go find mm -hmm. them. Don't yeah. try to figure it. Don't reinvent the wheel and figure it out on your own. It's going to cause you a lot of pain, headache, heartache. The people already gone through the pain, headache, and heartache for you. Okay, you don't need to go through it. Don't reinvent the wheel, right? Go find them. And the last thing is that put yourself in a group that can help you make better decisions. Get 20 people in a mastermind group. If you have to pay for it, pay for it. As a matter of fact, Nicola, let's form our own, okay? We need 20 people in our mastermind group so they could help us make better decisions. We could help them make better decisions. And we, we, yeah, and we don't just need 20 people. We need some people who are doing a little bit better than us, and we need some people who are doing a lot better than us, and we need some people who are like us, and we need some people who are not doing so great. <laughs> we need a little bit of everybody in that group. We don't need the same amount. So if you're doing great, if you're, if you're living the life and you have some things you can share, and if you're not, you, please reach out to us. Those are three things. We're looking for those people right now. Three things. Take your pride. Go lock it in a safety deposit box for a while. Yeah. yeah, you can always pick it up later, mm -hmm. right? Um, get someone who has been down the path that you're trying to achieve and talk to them. Get them as a mentor. Pay mentor, them. Yeah. Beg them. Plead with them. It doesn't matter what you have to do. Go on your knees and pray and bow. Do whatever it takes, mm -hmm. okay? And get them as a mentor to help you. Uh, that's what I'm doing right now. And number three, join a group yeah. to help you make better decisions. And I agree with those takeaways. And on that note, we will be saying goodbye to our audience and we will talk to them again next week. But as I always say, I know you gave those three things, but a lot of times you always want to add more. Do you have anything else you want to add, Lincoln? As I'm done. You? I'm done. done. Those, are, those, are the, those are three solid, solid, solid things. Okay, good. All right. So I'd like to thank our audience for joining us today on Lemonade Lounge. Be good to yourself. Give thanks for all that you have because you do have a lot. And please... Email us at info at L-M-N-A-I-D lounge to be on our show. Or if you have any inquiries, please reach out to us with your feedback. Thanks for joining us today and make it a great week. All right, folks. Take care. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Bye, Nicola. Great job. Bye, Lincoln.